it's going to be a beautiful wedding. Good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You! What is going on? Hey, get out of the water, girl! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and today we're going to be talking about the latest streaming uh, movie on Hulu, Palm Springs, a Hulu original. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Devin, and he's also my co-host. Kind of did that backwards, but that's all right. How are you doing today, man? Doing swell. <laughs> had, the, had the day off work, didn't do much. Ooh, did watched, you really? Watched this movie a couple hours ago, actually. Oh, did you really? It's fresh. Nice. Nice, nice fresh in the mind, I feel it. Yeah, I've been working all day, worked in the office uh, for the first time in a few months, so <laughs> that's a lot of fun. And um, joining us on today's uh, review, we have Jacob and Ricky from the Music City Drive-In Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Uh, doing good. Glad I can see Devin this week. He's not, a, <laughs> he's not an Avi on a black screen. I have so. a face. I'm not Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, how are you doing today, man? No, I'm not too bad, guys. Just just relaxing. Was in the middle of watching um, the rental, um, and I just got done watching Cut Third City, which is obviously going to be the best picture this year. So I can't wait for you guys to see it. Okay. Nice, nice. I feel lots of sarcasm in. That's <laughs> all right, man. It's it's just been a long day. It's been a very long Monday. Just waiting for it to end. But before we begin today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. And of course, um, every single time we have guests on, we do go live on YouTube, which of course we are live today. So yeah, let's talk some Palm Springs. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read the synopsis really quick, and then we'll kind of get into like a non-spoiler section, just like our first initial thoughts of the film, and then we'll kind of dig a little deeper, get everyone's thoughts and opinions, and then we'll just pretty much give our scores and wrap up. So uh, the synopsis reads, stuck in a time loop, two wedding guests develop a <laughs> budding romance while living the same day over and over again. The initial release date for this was January 26th, this past Friday. On Hulu, director was Max uh Bart <laughs> Barbacow. Like, there we yeah, go. I <laughs> hey, I've, I've been doing pretty good with names lately. De- De- Devin knows this. I've been butchering a lot of people's names. So <laughs> whatever you whatever you say, make yourself feel better. <laughs> yeah, but uh, of course, and this screenplay is by Andy uh, Soraya. I think I got that right, Sarah. Oh, I don't know about that one. Mm, I might have Ciara? Ciara. Ciara. Ciara sounds better. Ciara. Ciara missed. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's and not of course, as bad as people think it is. Right. <laughs> hey, Sierra Miss is good. But, of course, this is on Hulu. Um, so let's just go around the podcast really quick. Um, I'll start with Ricky because this is actually Ricky's first time on the podcast after. It's, it's been a while. I, I feel like this is long overdue. So I want to get your first initial thoughts. Okay. So <laughs> for me personally, my first watch, when I first kind of dove into the film, the first 20 to 30 minutes of the film, for me, was very, very boring. Um, I felt like, maybe on a rewatch, it's a little bit, maybe different for me, 
But as I watched it, I was sitting there and I was rather bored and I was disappointed highly to begin with because of how slow it started off with. Obviously, it picks up. It kind of gets that turn whenever they start kind of going back and forth a little bit. Um, and, I, and I liked it. But my initial thoughts were it's it's a good film. It's an, It's very forgettable. I watched it. And I've kind of already forgotten about it, and I've kind of moved on. And that's kind of my initial reaction to the film. There's some solid performances within the film um, for me that I liked, but obviously, as a collective whole, just to, just to kind of give you a little tidbit, obviously, outside of Kristen uh, Malatio or Malatia, whatever you want to call her, um, yeah. So that's my just initial thoughts right off the back. Is is the rough start kind of? Hit the landing, mm. but outside of that, it's just for me. It's kind of a kind of forgettable film as a as a collectible. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'll give my thoughts last. Um, we'll go with Devin since this is uh, fresh in his mind. It is. I was. I'd say I was pretty pleasantly surprised with this one. I didn't really know what to expect. I knew it had the the Caddyshack uh, type of vibe, or not Caddyshack Groundhog Day. That's the one. Both <laughs> Bill Murray, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I might be a little biased because I just I love everything Andy Samberg is in, so that definitely boosted it up for me. Um, yeah, I ended up really enjoying it just because this man does not miss. I feel like, except that's my boy, but we're not going to talk about that. Oh, other than that, I love that's my boy. Oh, you liked it? Oh, I'd say that's his low point. But oh, uh oh, got some uh, disagreements here on the, the pod. point being Andy Samberg is very enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Samberg was still the best part of that movie, though. That's the thing. Oh, that's I agree. my boy. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the man who has watched this film over a thousand times, Jacob. <laughs> it's um, look at the synopsis, and that's that's what I'm on. Um, just watching it every day, just like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> over and over. Um, I get what Ricky was saying because the first time I watched it, it was kind of a slow build up. But if you go back and rewatch it, you really can start to pick up. And this is something I want to get more in when we talk spoilers. But you can really start picking up on the little things that Andy Samberg's like. You can you can tell what he's like continually, continuously like doing throughout every day. So I mean, I loved, I really did love it the first time I watched it. But I've enjoyed it more and more every time that I've watched it. And I'm on watch four, um, and I will, I'll watch it some more. Wow. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, I watched this on Saturday, I believe. Uh, I was <laughs> kind of well, mid 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 Saturday afternoon, just hanging about and doing some chores around the house. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably turn it on. I was going to watch it on Sunday, but I had a busy day on Sunday. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I caught it on Saturday. But I, I really did enjoy this movie. I didn't know really what to expect. I know a lot of people kept telling me, you know, not to watch the trailers because it gives away a potential spoiler. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, I'm just going to steer clear of, this, uh, of the trailer and kind of just watch it for what it is. And, I mean, I guess I was looking for a little bit more of a deeper meaning as to why they were stuck in the time loop. But from the what sequel. I saw, yeah, sequel, sequel, buddy. that is true. Um, you know, from, from They're what, not going to be a sequel. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> not. Probably Sorry. not. But um, yeah. I, I do like watching Andy Samberg and, of course, the uh, mother from 
How I Met Your Mother. I'm blanking on her name right now. Yeah, what's what she being up to? It feels like she never really got much of a chance after How I Met Your Mother. I think she was in the um, Amazon original, um, some kind of love. Uh, no, wait, that was Anne Hathaway. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Brunettes. Brunettes. There was, yeah, brunettes. You know, what are you going to do? No. <laughs> but yeah, um, this, this movie really did. Uh, I, I, I would definitely watch it again, whether it be with someone else or just by myself, because I feel like there is a few things that I did miss. So I feel like it definitely warrants a uh, second watch for sure. Like, ugh, it's insane. But mm-hmm. um, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? I think um, at this point, we should probably just dive into spoilers and kind of just get it all out on the table. Yeah. Because I know we really want to talk about it. But was there any last remarks before we move on? Sorry, I had to, like, kill a spider that was on my wall at Brownwood Clues while everyone was <laughs> giving their spiels. And I was like, it's a good thing my mic doesn't pick up on a lot of things going on in my room because I, like, smashed it. And it's in this little uh, this, this little ball here. So That's so it's, funny. <laughs> I was talking about that before we started. Yeah, like they're they're everywhere, dude. It's insane, and we have traps like everywhere around our house. But anyway, um, so if there are no other um, last uh, thoughts before we get into the spoiler section, let's just hop into spoilers here. So um, we find out that they do get out of the time loop, which is awesome. I was kind of confused by that at first, but he has um, a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has a dog. <laughs> He's like. I never mentioned the dog. Yeah, this never came up, I guess. But I wanted to go around the pod. Um, anything you guys wanted to get out on the table? Like, I know I have a few talking points here, but um, I guess let's just talk about our favorite moment because I really want to get into that a little bit. We'll start with Jacob. Oh, yeah. Well, when it comes to favorite moment, it's definitely uh, in the backyard with J.K. Simmons. I feel like that oh, yeah. was like, I feel like that was like the culmination of everything that like the movie had been building up to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was like Andy Samberg's tipping point of, you know, he really needed someone in his life. Like he can't just keep trying to live day by day, like second by second. He really did need someone to kind of push him into instead of just like moving through life to start living life. And, um, you know, that whole thing with J.K. Simmons was hilarious and I loved it. But it really like it it almost like it almost just went like over the top, but then really got brought back down with that kind of backyard scene when he was just kind of like reflecting and he was like, you know, like I could have got stuck in any any bad day, but today was like always a good day. Mm. And it was just kind of like that kind of beauty behind like life and like making every day like the best that it can be. It's just that was my favorite moment of the movie by far. You just got to find your Irvine, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's got an Irvine. Yeah. All right, Devin. Since uh, well, what about you? Go, uh, go ahead there. I'd have to agree <laughs> as well. I, when he, when the sun was was watering the dog shit, that, that definitely <laughs> got a chuckle out of me. Little, little Johnny's watering dog shit over there. Yeah. Oh, such a great delivery by J.K. Simmons too. The whole, the whole thing. He said. Uh, well, he said what? He said she's gonna draw me later, and I'm a cuddly grizzly bear. And it's like after like we've been watching him like torture him the whole entire movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Ricky, what about you? My, I think for me, um, my favorite part. There, I don't know if I have a favorite part per se, but the, I think the consistent chemistry and the banter between Sarah and Niles was very fantastic. Yeah, the chemistry right? was amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the big things that stood out to me the most. I think the development of their relationship and how it came about and how they stuck to their guns and it there's you always have that typical Hollywood eyes romantic follow in love story and I feel like they did a very good job of taking that off the beaten path. Um, I'll, I will say whenever I will love I, I will say whenever she went over to the like the little uh, to the. Uh, to the cave or whatever and started doing her thing and trying to blow the thing up or whatever by herself that whole initiative she kind of took was 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 really awesome and i kind of dug that as a lot but she was easily my favorite part of this film and then jk simmons i said this in my review he's just he's just a national treasure right just <laughs> you just can throw him in anything and he was in this thing for what maybe 10 minutes yeah, tops, you know what i mean and he come in knocks it out of the ballpark and goes home and and i loved him in it as well all right uh, I love well, how it's it's um, J.K. Simmons and Andy Samberg. They were a father son team in "I Love You, Man." Have you guys ever seen that? Yep. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, there's a throwback to that. Wonder if it's it's a different universe. That's that's one of their outcomes. Their it, father, yeah, it could son. be could be one of the many. Could be one of the multiverse. Yeah. Oh man, that <laughs> that line delivery killed me when he said uh when he said oh like I've never thought of the multiverse. Yeah, okay. What's your theory? And yeah. he just, <laughs> Just yeah, so funny. That 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 was hilarious. Um, so I, I guess I'll choose a lighter note since everyone already took like the meaning, the meaningful, uh, you know, themes and um, moments out of the movie. I guess my favorite part. There's two of them. When Andy Sam wrote Niles goes up the first time that he, um, I guess you could say, crashes the wedding and makes that like amazing, like powerful speech about love and whatnot and just completely hits it out of the park. I was like, oh, wow. You know, like, it's the first time of us seeing him. You know, he's been drinking all day. You think it's going to be, like, some kind of crap show. And then out of nowhere, I was just like, wow, that, that was pretty freaking good. Like, And, he, and he's locking right. eyes with her the whole time. Yeah. And then uh, when he's copying his, um, well, I guess his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend within the yes. list. That was hilarious. <laughs> yes. I love that. The That's whole, classic Andy Samberg there. The whole, like, waking up and, like, just, like, making fun of her the whole time it killed me every single time. That was hilarious. Like... <laughs> the, when he... When she said, are you fucking cheating on me? And he said, no. no. fuck Trevor. He you're said, no. You're cheating on me. You're cheating on me. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> she was she, so I, confused. I get, I get, like she played like that, like that type of character. But I really, actually, like loved everything she brought because she like, she brought like kind of that like confused state of like what is going on, and it just it works so perfectly. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree there. This movie just has, it has a lot of great, you know, funny moments, but it's it, it was kind of I was trying to figure out, you know, like yeah, this is like a romantic comedy, but. It's a little bit more than that, I feel like. But a little sci-fi, I guess. A yeah, bit. like a yeah. little sci-fi here or there. That's a yeah. When I wrote it, I it reminded me a lot of like a Charlie Kaufman script, like an Eternal Sunshine type of mm-hmm. like sci-fi mixed with like rom-com type of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really did enjoy it. Um, I mean, I don't know if it really warrants a sequel or like a prequel. I was just kidding. It doesn't. But. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so let's see here. So we we pretty much gone over, you know, our favorite parts. So was there any part of the film, I guess, that just didn't work for you guys whatsoever? Um, I guess we'll start with Devin. I guess towards the end where she said you have one sentence to 
sway me and then and it was like an entire paragraph (laughs) that part felt like it was like the cheesiest part like they were they were avoiding cheesiness the whole movie and then that came and it was like oh that's that's a bit cheesy there yeah I love that yeah I was like does this actually well I liked it but I was trying like in the back of my head I'm like does this actually warrant as a sentence I'm like I guess it does because like there are (laughs) run on sentences yeah yeah like there are run-on sentences, and I used to run into that issue all the time when I was. I gotta, in school. I, I gotta say one thing. No, Obviously, Kenzie just sent this to the uh, group chat once again, oh, but God. she said we had to shout out Peter Gallagher and his beautiful eyebrows. Um, that's really all I really he, have to say. He killed me too when he said uh, when he came, <laughs> when he came in and he said we're going into town. This doctor glues teeth. I died <laughs> laughing. Died laughing. Like, in, the, in the flashback where him and um and Niles yeah. possibly fool around. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? It's like Niles has uh, just like explored every sexuality there is. And when he's like hooking up with the old woman and then Sarah's like, Oh, that sounds like it's better than, you know, what I expected. He's like, Yeah, it I actually bet, yeah. wasn't that bad. I was like, oh, my life. That, that, that was hilarious. But I we'll loved see. the family. Sorry, go ahead. You're good. I was going to say, see, like, he, he of course, hooked up with, um, I can't remember the, the dude's name. The um, the black guy? Yeah. The, yeah. I can't remember his name. <laughs> I forgot his name. Too. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. And he, uh, he was like, whatever. He was like, sweet guy. But if you notice, like, from the very beginning, he, when they're in the pool, he's like, oh, today, tomorrow, like, it's all the same. And he was like... Looking at him, he's like, Jerry's like, anything can happen. And Andy Samberg turns over to him and he goes, not today. You're like, you're not lucky today. <laughs> like, it's just like those little things like that where he was like alluding to being stuck in a time loop. But you didn't like, you didn't know like film wise that he was stuck in a time loop. There, mm. He does a lot of those where it's just like, you can like kind of pick up on it if you've seen the movie. That's why I think like another watch is like definitely needed for something like this. Yeah, yeah. Because like there, like there were a few questions I had when it comes to, you know, when obviously they fall asleep and then their day restarts. So it's like, are the people like since you know they're living the same day over and over? Is it the fact that you know they're just stuck in this time, like this space and time where everyone else is clearly moved on with their lives and have they technically still moved on with their life because yeah see that's what that's another thing i was wondering because it was like what one of the best lines is when uh niall said he was like oh like i've never thought of the multiverse theory whatever but that's like what i was wondering like on the ones where like they died got arrested like like, is there, like, universes to where, like, Niles and Sarah are just, like, completely dead and, like, they have to reconcile with them being dead, like, the entire time? It's like Rick and like Morty the, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, like, and that's another thing. Of course, like, of course at the end, and that's a, that's another thing I like. Like, they tried to get, like, all quantum whatever, but it was really just like, oh, we're going to go in and blow us. Like, they didn't try to over-explain it, right. which I really like because they could have been, like, this is the science behind it. Well, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, um, but that's one thing where it's like, they were just like, let's blow ourselves up. Um, but one thing that scared me was 
after they blow themselves up when everything got erased, my heart like dropped. I thought they were gonna restart yeah. at the beginning of the day for the very first time and just not remember. Any I thought of the it. movie was gonna end, and I was like, "Oh no!" Don't yeah, do that. <laughs> I thought, I thought, like, yeah, I thought it was just gonna like restart, and then they weren't gonna know each other, and I was gonna be like, "No, like, this isn't what I wanted." <laughs> they have to end up together. Yeah. But yeah, it, it really, um, it, it really, there, there's a lot of hidden themes in this movie. But um, I guess since uh, Devin went Ricky, were there any parts of the movie that you weren't too crazy about or you wish they would have done differently? Okay, so the film started way too slow. I started, I said that a little bit early right. on. Okay, the, the, it took a minute to get to where it was going to go and where I wanted it to go. It finally gets to going where I wanted it to go, but... What you kind of touched on a little bit as well is the plot holes. You know what I mean? There's so many questions, especially for a film that we're not going to get a sequel of, if we randomly get a sequel of, whatever. But, like, there's so many questions that are left unanswered within the idea of what this what this kind of land or world is kind of about. That kind of frustrated me a little bit. And this is going to be rather probably unpopular. I love Andy Samberg, right? I love him. But Andy Samberg plays the same person in every film. And it's kind of to the point where it's like, I want to see him do something a little bit different with his role. It's the same kind of punchlines-ish. It's the same kind of humor. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? It, it, he, he has a niche. It works most times. But for me, it's like, I want to see something different from this guy. I want him to see be different funny in a different way and i i think that he's one of the funniest comedic actors on the planet but he knows how to show you know he knows how to pick the roles to kind of showcase himself but do something a little bit off the beaten path that he's used to doing that to me is where i wanted him to stand out you know what i mean it's it's very redundant in my opinion it's kind of like his shtick to me is kind of getting old now and not to say that he wasn't funny but yeah would I mean, you that's say my big thing. Would you say it's like the Adam Sandler effects where it's kind of the same thing? Or yeah. or Will Ferrell? Like I mean, I, I like I, Will Ferrell. I can't Ferrell. stand I can't stand Will Ferrell. <laughs> so I think he is just he hasn't been funny in like fifteen years. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I think he like I think Will Ferrell has his moments. Like, you know, with Eurovision, I, I thought he was good in Eurovision, but there are other movies I just I think you're, I think Will Ferrell's only as funny as his co-star is. Like if he has a smashing co-star, mm. I think he feeds off them a lot better. Obviously, if you look at some of the films that he's been in, he's had really some solid good. You know, if you think back to like Get Hard, Get Hard was hilarious, but Kevin Hart was the funny part, and he just bounced off him really well. Mm. I don't think Will Ferrell's can be funny on his own, but yeah, I think it's kind of like that. Like early on in Sandler's career, you had a lot of the same Adam Sandler in every film. It was just but. Even he, you know, kind of took on the serious stuff. Even Will Ferrell, I don't know if everybody's seen Everything Must Go, but it's one of Will Ferrell's yeah. best films. And he was so raw and real in it. It's like a different state of Ferrell that you've never seen before. Yeah, I, I want to see Sandberg take on something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, something yeah. more serious. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, uh, Will Ferrell's Stranger Than Fiction was probably an Oscar-worthy performance. Great performance in that movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Go, go, go ahead, uh, Jacob. Uh, Jacob, because I know you've you've been talking about you know you've loved it so much. But was there anything that this really like you know this doesn't work for me, or I would have done this a little bit differently? See, like I'm there. I mean, there's always things with with everything. Um, 
but it's like for me, I just personally just love this movie so much that I think I can look over a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, to go on that Andy Samberg thing, he I agree he does play the same character in almost every movie. But I feel like in this one, he was this was the only time he's ever actually like cared that he was that character. Whereas like you know every movie he embraces like you know I'm the sticky slapstick kind of character. This is the movie where he was like a little more self aware. Yeah, like he was like, I kind of don't want to do that anymore. Like he, I mean, it, it was a different kind. It was a different kind of depression. But he, you could, he could clearly, mm. he was dealing with like depression of just like being stuck in the same day and just like not caring about what happened and just kind of like, I mean, just from the very like first scene when he's just sitting there and he just, he's just like angry and like mad that he's like just still alive and still in this kind of life Mm. to where like I feel like this is the first time he's gone from like the two dimensional like funny guy to a three dimensional like actual actor and that's one thing I actually like really enjoyed from him from this movie Um, but when it comes to like when it comes to things I didn't like uh, it's just I don't know when I like a movie this much it's like those things that I don't like Mm can be pushed so far back that I stop thinking about them. Yeah. Um, it's like Honey Boy. Like, I mean, I yeah. love Honey Boy. I don't think I could find the flaw in that movie if I tried. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's it's so hard. But, or like you said, you know, it's so easy to just overlook certain things and just, you know, move on with the rest of the movie and not let that ruin your experience. Yeah, like, I mean, the whole, like, the whole concept behind, like, them getting out and, like, it's whatever. Like, is the science behind it? I don't know. I'm not great in science. That's why I do this. <laughs> um, but, like, to counteract that, they didn't focus on that, like, much throughout the movie. Like, 95% of the movie was them. It was about them in the time loop, not about them trying to get out of the time loop. And then it only showed, like, a montage of Sarah, like, learning how to get out. So it's like they didn't, they didn't focus on mm. the things they didn't know. They just did the things they knew very well. And that's something where, like, it was a different take. Because I watched Groundhog Day for the first time this past, like, week or so. And just watching that and then, like, watching this again, you definitely see, like, a different take of, like, Groundhog Day was constantly, like, trying to get out until he learned how to live in the situation he was stuck in. And this one, it was, like... I'm going to live until I learn how to get out. And so I, I think it was like a different take on it, which I really did enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we've seen this time loop thing in other Tons of times in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I really think they, uh, they really hit the nail on the head uh, this time around because it's, there's just something different about it, something more authentic. And, you know, it's just, I, I just thought I, I had a really great time with it for sure. Um, so I guess um, I wanted to ask you guys, how does this movie stack up compared to recent uh, releases, whether, you know, if it was back in theaters or, you know, any movies we've got, gotten on uh, VOD? I guess let's start with Ricky. Um, for me, I guess, okay, so I'll just take it in the realm of, like, the comedy circles, you know what I mean? Obviously, we haven't had... Uh, a terrific amount of comedic movies that were released uh, recently. Um, some of the ones that I've kind of watched uh, in the last couple, I'm just trying to scope my 
Let's see here. At 61 <laughs> films. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. 61 films in 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually way more than that. I just haven't added some stuff to Redbox yet. So let's see. Downhill. What, th- that was terrible. Uh, Eurovision was awful. Coffee and cream was not very oh, good. Boy, we skipped um, that one. Thankfully. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did skip that one, thankfully. I was like, yeah. Lovebirds was very generic and yeah, bad. Yeah, we agreed. Yep. Um... Um, Sonic was Sonic the best comedy movie that came out this year. That was probably. actually I laughed a ton during that movie. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> um, so from that or Bad Boys, you know what I mean. Obviously, oh, yeah. we had yeah. Bad Boys too. That felt like mm-hmm. ten um, years ago. Yeah. It, do, it did yeah. feel like. T- <laughs> it really does. It really. I, does. When you think about something like this, the, what it kind of reminded me of was like last year, The Long Shot. It was oh, in yeah. not the same style of film, but I, it, the. Longshot was obviously light years better of a film in my opinion, but like I, I just love Seth Rogen um, and Charlie Theron. But for me, like it, in the grand scope of things, it's like it was a good comedy, right? You know what I mean? Mm. It's like all right, yeah. it's cool. I liked it. And, and the romance kind of like surprises you, kind of sneak up, sneaks up on you like Longshot did. You weren't expecting yeah. those nice romantic parts, really. Right, exactly, and it and it makes it fit and it makes it work. So I, I compare those two films. Like I said, like Longshot better. But for me, it's like yeah, I would say it's it's probably it's probably upper enchilada of comedy films you know released this year, which really isn't saying much because there really hasn't been a whole lot of com. Uh, I mean, if you consider Big Time Adolescence a bit of a comedy yeah, as well, you was, know what I mean. Yeah. So, but um, outside of that, yeah, I mean, it 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 recent releases. I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, I've probably seen maybe you know fifteen twenty films better than this one this year though. Ooh. So, <laughs> all right, um, Jacob, what about you? Yeah, everything he said, I'm going to do like the complete opposite. Um, <laughs> is this the best movie of the year? No, I don't. I don't. I can bring myself to say that. I don't think so. Is this my favorite movie of the year so far? By far, you know, there's there's something with like an Andy Samberg movie, and I've I've tweeted this out like with Popstar. You know, Popstar is kind of like one of my go-to movies if I'm like bored, don't know what to do, can just throw it on. It's like a TV show. This this is getting to that same realm where it's like, you know, an episode of The Office, an episode of Parks and Rec, an episode of New Girl, something like that to where it's like, if I am bored, I have an hour and a half to spare, which is a very short amount of time. I can just mm. throw it on and like get on my laptop or something and just listen and kind of remember what's going on. Um but yeah, I mean, for me, like it's it's my favorite thing I've seen all year. Um, okay, it's you know it's I've seen it four times just in in the past week, mm. and each time I've loved it just amount you know just the same. I'm gonna see it more times um, throughout the rest of the year. Throughout I guess the rest of my life, you know, it's it's just one of those things where it's for me it's just such an easy watch and it tells a good message and it does such a good story the screenplay the screenplay could easily be you know awards worthy if it gets that kind oh, of push oh god i um, think this movie has some some award potential for sure no it doesn't yeah with, with <laughs> it has zero award potential <laughs> with, there's a number there's zero and then there's below zero uh-oh. with such a well with such like a charismatic like new take um original take it's it's one of those things where it's like it's this is like an original movie and so mm. i think it, it could get some awards play come mm. later in the year um i mean yeah. it could get like you know you know the music city drive-in movie awards <laughs> wow. you know I mean, that's a possibility <laughs> but 
We've got a, we've, I mean, maybe the uh, independent uh, spirit awards or whatever might do it. I mean, maybe the MTV movie awards, the Razzies are available, you know, stuff like that. Okay. I'm not kidding. It wouldn't be a Razzies. I didn't think that it was bad. Golden Globes? <laughs> no, hell no. Absolutely not. Oh, no. definitely. I could see I could see some I could see in the There is zero awards for this in I a could real see the award category. <laughs> I could see Golden Globes zero. for for comedy for uh for the leads for Andy and Kristen. Oh, absolutely. I will profess that Uncut Gems is the greatest film of all time if Palm <laughs> Springs gets any award love. Any. Oh, even Lord. even for comedy musical. I will put Uncut Gems on my favorite films on my letterbox for a whole month if it gets nah, any award no, it's got to stay up there forever. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll do it a whole year just because I know how confident I am right now. Right. You can record this and clip this and save it for later, Jacob. Well, he's uh, he's going to watch Lord of the Rings this weekend, so he's going to have Oh, is he really? He is watching. Okay. Extended cut? I'm sorry. Ricky, extended cut? I Please. Is there an extended yeah. <laughs> how, wow. how much longer is the extender cut? I um, mean, how much longer is it? Are we talking like, like seven 30, hours? 30 it, extra minutes. Well, oh, my goodness. Well, okay, so the extended cut for Return of the King is like pushing four hours, but you've watched the. Oh, my God. You've watched yeah. the, the Irishman, so you should be fine. It's worth it. No, actually, it is worth it. It's very good. Uh, but, Devin, last but not least, uh, how does this compare to the recent releases that we've reviewed here on the podcast? Much better than Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know how Anything I feel Those about songs are banging. So I've been watching. I don't remember a single lyric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ding dong. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Eurovision was even, like, it was awful. I loved it. I, I literally pulled I think pulled it was even up. worse because Jacob hyped it up. Like No, Jacob you know, had the exact amount of hype that needs to be for this because I've, yeah. been, I've actively looked for the album on Spotify and listened to a few of the songs. It is it very good. very fun. Very fun. A fun movie. But sorry, Devin. I'm ready to leave this up. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never coming back. Uh, also, I'd say it's a little, for me, it's a little bit under um, King of Staten Island. I think I like that mm-hmm. one a little bit more. Oh, I yeah. had a little bit more heart, I'd say. Oh, my God, yes. King of Satin Island is far and away the best film of the year, uh, in my opinion. I don't I, think there's I, anything I, close. I could be persuaded into agreeing with that. <laughs> maybe maybe to Five Bloods. Yeah, we yeah. haven't... <laughs> I wish I would have saw the Five Bloods in theaters. I wish I would have saw King of Staten Island in theaters. Yeah, there's a lot of movies I wish I would have saw in theaters, but there's others I could do without the theater experience. Uh, Scoob being... You can actually go see Palm Springs in the drive-in, so... Can you really? That would be cool, actually. Wait, do we have a drive-in here? Yeah, we do. Do we really? It's about 30, 40 minutes away from, well, you, me, yes. Oh, okay. Wow, I did not know that. I'll just Yeah, they show... The the thing about it was that it was like Palm Springs and Black Panther was the doubleheader. So that was so random. (laughs) (laughs) Very odd combination. We're showing The Hunt and Onward. (laughs) 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 Two completely polar opposite movies. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, this makes no sense. That's what Martin Scorsese would classify as cinema right there. (laughs) What a picture. Yeah, well. All right. Okay. So um, I think we've kind of gone through. I mean, Jacob would obviously watch this movie again. I would. A quick yes or no from Ricky and Devin. No. Okay. Ricky, no. Devin? (laughs) I would would if I was watching with someone else for their first time. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I can can get behind that. I can get behind that. But other than that, no, I could care less. I I think I need to do a rewatch. I also want to rewatch Hamilton. It is. 
It is really interesting to like rewatch and kind of like try to put it together. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. And I think that's what's great about a movie where it's like, you know, I have to go back and watch this movie again to, you know, pick up on the little things. Same thing with video games. If there's like a story driven game out there, AKA the last of us part two, which I'm almost done with the platinum trophy, but it just made me feel an urge to go play that, that game again. Cause I felt like there was a lot that I missed. Cause you know, you're playing through the story. You want to get to the end, you know, you're watching a movie, you want to get to the end. And second time, third time around with movies, you know, you can kind of take your time and notice the the the, uh, the little things for sure. It's one of those where, like, with the runtime only being, like, right at 90 minutes, mm-hmm. it's, it's no different than, like, going back to watch, like, two or three, you know, Office episodes. Like, it's no different than going back Scott's to watch, Tots? Like, yeah. <laughs> Not that one. It's the funniest episode. Oh, I hate it. It is so funny. I hate that episode. So funny. Anyway, I love the office. It is so Talk funny. about funny. Anyway, so let's get into our final story because we are coming up on um, time here because uh, I know Ricky has to uh, bounce and do some uh, adulting um, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, really quick, uh, Ricky, what would you give uh, Palm Springs out of 100? Oh, out of 100. Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. Okay, so for <laughs> me, let's just think off the top, okay? So when I first watched the film... I feel the same way. Okay, this is obviously not the same type of film, but I felt the same way about this film that I did um, Captain Marvel. Okay, wow. I saw the film <laughs> again. I said, but how I lay it out. I saw the film. I liked it, and then the more I thought about it, the more I genuinely did not like it. And what not is- to say I don't like the film, but Captain Marvel's a steaming pile of shit. But what I was saying though was. For Palm Springs, it's not that I don't like this film, but the more I think about it, I was like, you know what? This is like a four-star film, which is like an 80. Let's go 80 there if I'm going to go 20, 20, 20. So the more I think about it, it's not that good of a film. It's not something that I want to rewatch. I got a, at, at a four, I want to rewatch it relatively in the near future. Three and a half, it's like, all right, it's borderline watchable. So I, I'm going to go like a 69 on this oh, one. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. All I actually right. have a, a fun piece of trivia. Speaking of that great number, uh oh, always got to check the IMDb trivia. Here it is. Let's see. Yeah, Devin's. this this movie <laughs> holds the record for the biggest sale of all time at the Sun, Sundance Film Festival. The price was seventeen million five hundred thousand point sixty nine, beating the previous record by sixty nine cents. Yep. That's still Andy Samberg. Like, yeah, he, he negotiated he would negotiate that. Just that. So he wanted. Yeah, he negotiated. I thought that was fantastic. I did not Which, know that. Also was a great pick for 69. I wish it would have been coincided with it, but it didn't, but I really don't care. <laughs> That's actually funny. So I guess, Devin, what, what would you give uh, Palm Springs out of 100? I'm feeling a solid 86. It, okay. it got the job done. I felt satisfied. I might not <laughs> feel the need for a rewatch, but I, I, will have, I will think fondly of it as I look back. Okay. Jacob, what about you? Um... You know, Ricky and I, a lot of people think we're complete opposites when it comes to movies. So hey, I'm gonna give a, track, man. I'm going <laughs> to give a complete opposite score. I'm going to go 96. Hey, there we go. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go a little bit middle of the road. I'm, I'm going to go straight down and give it a 90 out of 100. Uh, just because I did have a little bit question, more questions about the time loop. And I guess it was just always in the back of my mind. But other than that, great film. Uh, if it comes out on Blu-ray, which I hope it does. Um, at some point, whether it be Criterion Collection, well, I don't know if it should be a Criterion Collection film. 
I just hope it comes out. It should. Neon Neon should release it. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I I bought uh, Portrait of Lady on Fire. Oh my God! Why? It was only twenty bucks. Good, right? Nineteen ninety nine. You drive yourself down down the Franklin. I was like, all right, I'll I'll go to Barnes and Noble. I, uh, I, Portrait I, of a Lady on Fire is a terrible film. Oh, I, hit up, I loved mm, it. Nope. I hit up uh, Barnes & Noble this past weekend. Nice. I got nice. Mulholland Drive in Nashville, and I'm nice. waiting for my uh, my birthday present of a Blu-ray to come in so I can watch it. Is it Midsummer, the 4K edition? Mm-mm. Oh. I got, uh, <laughs> yeah. I bought that. <laughs> I loved Midsummer. It was so good. I finally get to see the director's cut. I never saw it in theaters because I, I was too chicken. I've never watched. I've never watched it again since I saw it in theaters. I yep. just haven't had a chance to to get around. to I it. still I need to watch Hereditary. Really? Oh, I've got a it's present for good. you <laughs> if you want to watch Hereditary. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, I believe that does it here for our review of Palm Springs, the new. Hulu original. Thank you, Ricky and Jacob, for coming on as well. We definitely have to have you guys on, hopefully, for our Lord of the Rings uh, review, wherever we decide to do that. I'm very, very excited. I think we're going to try to do it Saturday or Sunday-ish is when we're going to do the... We're going to do it on Hannah's Call Me By Your Commentary show. Okay, okay. First... We're going to do the watch, which I don't understand. That's going to be the longest file in the history of the world, like a three-hour audio of watching... Yeah, she might have to cut that up, honestly. Maybe depending, but um, yeah, yeah. Let me know because I mean, I I mean, I have the theatrical code right now, and the oh <laughs> God. I I have the um, uh, extended. I'm not sure if he wants to do extended or not. So, so yeah, we'll figure out what day because I if really we're if we're doing it, I would love to to go big, go big or go home. Oh, absolutely for sure. Um and. As always, uh, Devin, thank you all for always coming on and being my co-host. Devin, nice to see you, man. Nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to do all those things, man. Listen to you guys all the time, so it's nice to put a face put it, to the yeah, name. Yeah, put a face to the name. It's always a cool, cool feeling. <laughs> for sure. Sometimes you're like, I never would have thought that person looked like that. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just kind of out is of the Is that a McLovin shirt? It is. Oh. Can you can we talk about how awesome it was that I realized that just off the Hawaii yeah. part? Like, <laughs> exactly. I, I, really right only, I saw that right it's there. It's like he didn't even need to read. She was like, "Oh, it's it's you know, yeah, <laughs> awesome bad. shirt. Oh, I love that <laughs> movie so much. Sorry, it is so yes. funny. Yes. yes, yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm not sure what we're reviewing next week, Devin. Are we doing Old Guard? Have you watched that? I have not watched oh, it yet. Oh, it's so good. I watched I really it. it. I watched it the other day on Sunday. Did you yeah. like it? I liked it. Um, there were yeah, a few parts so I liked a lot better yeah. than Extraction. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That yeah. was I had trust issues for a bit because I was like, I really hope this isn't just like a woman version of Extraction, which I don't think it was. So maybe that we'll figure it out. Um, there's a, I don't know if anything else is coming up this weekend. Maybe, but we'll no figure idea. that. Par- no, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I love it. <laughs> so uh, we'll go around the podcast really quick. Uh, Ricky and Jacob, let everyone know where they can find you online. Go ahead, Jacob. Uh, you Ladies can find first. me. Find me on Twitter at tbear57. Uh, Ricky will say the website, so I'll let him do that. But. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. 
Uh, you can find me at RickyVillar underscore. Obviously, head on over to the MusicCityDriveIn.com where we've got a lot of stuff going on. We've got, obviously, a host of podcasts, a part of the network. Um, it's just it's been awesome right out the gate. We've had some high numbers across the board on the shows, on the on the clicks on the website with articles and stuff like that. It's been amazing. Um, follow me. Did I say at RickyVillar underscore? I probably did. At MCDI Pod. Make sure to check out my other podcast, The Debbie Delight. Um, real quick for you, Christian. Fatal Affair drops on Netflix July 16th. It looks terrible, but it should be fun. <laughs> so Sounds good. Maybe you could do that one next. Hey. So, uh, But, yeah, that's where you can find everything. And uh, thanks for having me on, man. It's been awesome, and I can't wait to come back on again. Oh, of course. Fatal Affair of looks course. really bad. <laughs> I know. That's why I think it would be perfect. Honestly, we'll review any. I mean, we, we reviewed Scoob. We almost reviewed The Hunt, for God's sakes. But... I like the hunt, so I've I've liked. It. I wish it was longer. It was I wish the I wish the hunt would have been the entire movie. Yeah, I heard, what I, I heard there's a take out there that's longer, but there, yeah, there is, there is. That's that's the one where they uh they were gonna release it and then thought that it wasn't the right time because of whatever was going on, and then yeah, there was a mass shooting that happened. Yeah, mm. yeah, and then they then they tried to use that to their advantage on the re-release, which didn't make any sense. Most controversial movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Don't don't flatter yourself that much. Yeah. So, oh, well. but uh, I believe that uh, that does it here for uh, this review of uh, Palm Springs. Uh, that was Jacob, Ricky, and Devin. And my name is Christian. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.